and on these steps where Jesus, God with us, sees and heals. Let us listen now for a word from God here in these verses from the fifth chapter of John's Gospel. After this, there was a festival of the Jews, and Jesus went up to Jerusalem. Now in Jerusalem, by the Sheep Gate, there is a pool called, in Hebrew, Bethzatha, which has five porticos. In these lay many invalids, blind, lame, and paralyzed. One man was there who had been ill for 38 years. When Jesus saw him lying there and knew that he had been there a long time, he said to him, Do you want to be made well? The sick man answered him, Sir, I have no one to put me into the pool when the water is stirred up. And while I am making my way, someone else steps down ahead of me. Jesus said to him, Stand up, take your mat, and walk. And at once the man was made well. He took up his mat and began to walk. Friends, the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. This story is similar in many respects, but also different from the healing story we heard last week from Mark's gospel. Here, this particular man has no friends like the paralyzed man from last week. Here in this story, the man is not healed by his faith, apparently, but solely by the words of Jesus. But there's something else in this story that stands out to me. And it's the question that is at the heart of these verses. Jesus sees the sick man laying there, and he asks them, Do you wish to be made well? What a question. What a question for a man who has been paralyzed for 38 years, laying on those steps day in and day out. Surely he wishes to be made well. Does Jesus not know that? But what a question, too, for us in these days. Do you wish to be made well? Some years ago, we went through a season in our session meetings, the governing body of our church, where we invited the elders to share their faith stories. There's one faith story that I've never forgotten that one of our elders shared. This particular elder had been sick with cancer at a very young age. He had been cured once and gone on to succeed in business and in life, to have a wonderful marriage and to enjoy his days. But again, for a second time, nearly 10 years after the first diagnosis, he was diagnosed again, just as serious the second time as the first. And it became clear eventually that there was really one doctor, one hospital, and one surgery that could really bring about the healing that he needed in order to go on living. And he told as part of his faith story at this session meeting how he made the trip with his wife to this hospital and this doctor. And the night before the surgery, the doctor came in with the whole team, and they do what they do before these surgeries. And if you've been there, you know this meeting. It's the one where they tell him all the things that could go wrong, all the ways that this surgery might not work, might not heal him, could even kill him. 
And then they ask him, do you want to go ahead with it? Having no other options, he of course said yes. And he shared in his faith journey how that night he prayed to God. But he did not pray for healing. He did not pray to be made well in his own words. Instead, he told us how he prayed that night to God for the strength to face whatever was ahead. He recounted next how he woke up the next morning, the day of this surgery, and he felt for the first time in a long time. He felt in his bones and his soul, you might say, something that surpassed all understanding. He felt peace, overwhelming, unexplainable peace. Do you wish to be made well? Friends, there are a lot of us who are worried in these days. There are a lot of us who are scared and for good reason. Because the sickness, it's, it's becoming less and less headlines and more and more lived reality for us as we begin to meet and know the stories of people who are fighting this pandemic both in their bodies, but also those doctors and nurses and hospital workers who are courageously seeking to serve the sick, and those who are in need of healing. And it makes me wonder if perhaps our prayer, perhaps even the prayer of that paralytic man all those years ago, perhaps our prayer is not so much one for healing, and the ways we might be thinking about it. But perhaps our prayer needs to be more along the lines of that prayer that an elder in our church prayed not long ago. Maybe our prayer needs to be for the strength to face whatever is ahead. And perhaps in that prayer, we might receive peace and wholeness we might indeed receive that gift that God is offering to go ahead into whatever is ahead, to face the unknown, and there is so much unknown. And yes, we pray for healing. We pray for those in our church, those connected to us in our families and in our networks of friends for whom, like I said, this isn't theory. They are living with this virus and with all other manner of illness and disease and cancer, and we pray for their healing. But perhaps we might ultimately find the healing God is offering, and the peace, the peace that comes with people who know that the God we worship in Jesus Christ is a God who does not step over us. Isn't that an amazing part of this story? All these years, this man has been laying there, and people have just been stepping over him, stepping first to go into the waters while leaving him behind. But Jesus is the one who stops and sees him. Friends, maybe our healing will come in the peace that follows when we realize that our God sees us in our time of need, sees us in our sickness, whether it's a sickness we face for a week or for a lifetime, a 
God who does not step over us, but rather looks down upon us and offers us healing. I wanted to film this in this place. Some of you may have already picked it out at Epworth by the Sea. This is the place that's not far from my home and my family and I love to walk down here, especially this time of the day, to feel the breeze, to look out across this water. And though, like the paralytic, maybe not get into the water, but in our proximity to it, receive healing, receive a sense of peace, being able to see and sense for ourselves the wideness of God's mercy the depth of God's love, the ways God flows through our lives in good and in challenging. Friends, may that peace be yours in these days. And in that peace, may each of us know God's healing.